What is going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. Wherever you are. Oh, uh, shit. Welcome to the Wrestling Freaks Podcast, episode 16. That is crazy. Let me see if I can get my co-hosts in here. JMO. Testing. JMO, are you there? My co-hosts are muted, guys. But they are here. And we have the return of the motherfucking Skull Shaker as well. What's going on, guys? J-Mo. Yes, sir. What's up? JMO, how about you? You there? Uh, yes, all in here. Okay, cool. Well, the band is back together. I don't know how I feel. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I don't know how I feel about this, but, you know. No, it's good. It, it's a good feeling, you know? Can you guys believe we're even 16 episodes into this thing? This is nuts. Well, okay, technically, I'm counting 16 because we had our first Lights Out episode, so I'm counting, you know counting that as an episode too so yeah oh yeah well i mean it is so yeah we're definitely we're on 16 so so what do we what do we okay actually i know what we're gonna start out with not necessarily to get this out of the way but i do want to touch on it a little bit um and only because it's kind of fresh in my mind um, wrestling fans, if you haven't learned, you're about to, uh, if you have, um, wrestling fans lost superstar Billy Graham this past week, um, what was it, Wednesday night? Yes. Wednesday night, uh, 79, I believe, I think I, I, if I heard correctly, if I remember correctly. Uh, I believe so. So, um, obviously we want to acknowledge that. JMO, if you want, I mean, Skull, if you know too, I don't really know a whole lot about him because I wasn't alive yeah i'm in the same boat as you i didn't really i mean i've seen his match you know i I went back and obviously like watched his matches Mm -hmm. um but i you know clearly didn't know a lot about him or anything like that just because of the time of when he did wrestle so yeah so um jmo do you not to like use you but kind of use you for reference (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, one of the biggest things that he did ever, which, I mean, it was before my time, but of course I've been watching it, you know, watching it for so long and just heard stories and and videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. But 
Superstar Billy Graham was the one that actually defeated uh, Bruno, Bruno San Martino during his second reign. Okay, okay. Yeah, and didn't Bruno, doesn't Bruno Total have like a four-year title or like a six-year uh, title reign or some, some shit like that? Six, I think. That's nuts. But that's that's collectively, right? Between his two reigns? Between the two, correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But still, that's nuts because the fact that, you know, modern day were like a third of way there with Roman. And I think that's I think that's but, bullshit. But But you've also but you've also gotta think back during back during the seventies. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't anybody that would deserve it. I guess you could say. Right, and they they weren't on the I, they weren't on the road as often then, too. If I'm not mistaken, right? They're not on the road no. for 300 days, or they no. won't. So. Well, but you. Back during the seventies, that was back during the time of the territories. Sure, sure. So they, so they were only in certain areas of the U.S., and then from time to time, other other territories and organizations would would ask, "Hey, can we borrow this guy to come in and, and you know, pretty much show him off just to help our our territory?" Mm-hmm. Okay. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't nothing huge like it is now. Right, right. And it's, it's like I said, it's not not nearly as hectic as it was, as it is now, too. So it's crazy how, and I mean, on that note, though, it's crazy how to think how evolved the wrestling industry, I guess, as a whole has become you know comparing the era like as the eras and the generations you know pass through you know what I mean yeah it's I mean I mean we talked about it on another episode just a prime example um we talked about it on a few episodes ago that like the fact that a simple suplex was a finisher. You know what I mean? Or a drop kick was a finisher. Yeah. And now it's it's like a basic move, you know? What I mean you what I mean you go back to that and look at the DDT. Right? I mean Jake Roberts used it as a finisher and it worked well mm-hmm. and now you do it as just a regular you know again a, a regular move in the ring yeah um is anybody else in the chat by the way I know a wrestle fan is here welcome in welcome in uh does anybody else in the chat have any like memories or something that sticks out about Superstar Billy Graham? What? 
Just to answer your question a while ago, mm-hmm. between the two wrongs of Bruno, okay, it was 11 years. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, that is, that's nuts. But, again, he, you know, does it say how many times he actually defended it per year? Because maybe he only defended it like once or twice a year or something. I don't know. I don't know how title reigns worked back then. I don't really know, but it was... I mean, I'm I'm sure he defended it a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I would have to to go back through and actually look at each title defense, but not this second. Yeah, it's, it's not... It's not showing me that. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. But he, but he held it for four thousand and forty days. Good God! Between the two reigns. And again, Roman is now a quarter of the way there. Yeah. Which is. In my personal opinion, that's it's fucking bullshit. I really think it is. But that's not necessarily another episode, but another that could be another topic. Maybe even later on this episode. I don't know. But maybe. Um. I definitely agree with you on the fact of, like, how long Roman's held it for, um, because I want to say, and I, I'm pretty sure it was, I think, um, Bully Ray said it, um, on Busted Open Radio, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was him, um, that he, I think he said that he didn't agree with it because, um, we're like in the day and age where long title reigns don't make sense um like they used to and that they should but the title should be changing hands you know more often i I think what he said whoever said whoever said it i completely agree absolutely like long title reigns do not make any sense anymore now but but here's the thing even if, okay, y'all are saying that long title rings don't make any sense. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but, and because what the main issue with it, there's so much talent now. Yeah, but here's the issue with that. If you say, oh, I don't believe that we need long title rings, but everybody gets mad and upset, when the title is only on somebody for just a few weeks or possibly a month or two. So yeah. All, you know, if, hang on. If that, if that happens, that somebody's got the title for like two months, maybe, okay? Let's just say two months. Everybody's going to be like, no, he needs to hold it longer than just two months. But then when he holds it for six or longer, everybody's, hey, this is too long. 
Yeah, I see where you're coming from with that. See, I, I think the biggest issue with it, too, is, um, I mean, hell, Daniel Bryan said it perfectly, or Bryan Danielson, whatever you want to call him now. Wrestling fans are just so fucking fickle nowadays. And they only want whatever benefits their favorite wrestler is all they care about. And if their favorite wrestler doesn't get what they want, then they just want to bitch. And I think that's another big problem with the whole title reign thing. You I know, mean, like, just because people want... They they don't want long title reigns, but then when it goes on their favorite wrestler, they want a long title reign. See, not looking forward. And, 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 I, and I agree with that. But on the Roman situation... Yes, it's now... Uh, it's funny how they're finally recognizing it, or whatever, that he, like, he negotiated his way into being a part-timer and the longest reigning champion. This whole long title reign would be more... believable? And more... Like, I think taken a little bit more seriously if he wasn't a part-timer and he had this long reign. What and see the I mean the <laughs> you know how everybody got so mad when Brock had the title. And then everybody everybody was saying, Oh well, uh-huh. you know, he's got the he's got the title. He's not defending it how he should. Uh-huh. Everybody everybody got so mad about it. Now, now everybody is referring to the Roman Reigns situation as the Brock Lesnar treatment. Yep, yes. and uh, I think because it is. Oh, I agree. Well, and one thing that I've noticed too um, that I see a lot going around um, within the wrestling community with that is a lot of people when you know lesnar did it there were a lot of people that didn't like it but there were probably there you know a lot of people that were cool with it and you know what i mean and when lesnar did it it's pretty much one of those things when lesnar did it you know no one really gave a shit but now that roman's doing it everyone's pissy about it because after they broke up the shield yeah after they broke up the shield i mean no one gave a fuck about Roman anymore. And then Vince, you know, started just cramming him down our throats until something stuck. And I think that's why people are just so pissed off, you know, with Roman's title reign and shit. Like, not just the length of it, but because it's Roman. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely enjoy this long-term... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. This long-term storytelling that they're doing with the whole bloodline situation in the storyline. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. It's been one of the best storylines in a while. This storyline has been needed in WWE for a very, very long time. Well, and one thing, too, that I love about this storyline is it's not as, it's not predictable. You know what I mean? Like, so many storylines are. Like, 
we think we know what they're getting ready to do with the, you know, with it. Like we think we know, and then it, you know, they just completely, you know, swerve us, and it's not what we expected it to be, which is what I also like. Prime example of that is this past Friday, when Usos jumped Sammy and Kevin, and they're and at first everybody was like, oh yeah, it's coordinated, and then. Roman just got absolutely livid at the twins. Right, and like, and see, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't expect the Usos to come out just because of the whole pay-per-view. And then, I mean, look at when he left the ring, when he shoulder-checked um, Solo, and that look that Solo gave him, like... Dude, what the fuck? I don't know if this is kind of like... Because I would be cool with it um, if they would do Solo versus Roman. You know what I mean? If Solo would turn on Roman and we would get a match between those two, whether it be for the title or not. Um, I mean, because I mean, obviously it's for the title. Roman's going to fucking win, but that's beside the point. Um, just because I feel like in this storyline, I feel like Roman is afraid of Solo. Because Solo will fuck his life up. You know what I mean? Solo could whoop his ass. So, I feel like they're kind of hinting at that. But I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're gonna, you know, follow through with it or not. I think, uh, I think, um, I, and I want to second your thought. And I would absolutely be okay with Solo. I mean... I would absolutely be okay with Solo turning on Roman because at this point, the way they got the storyline going, and we can refer to Double O Agent, by the way, which Skull. Uh, there's, new, <laughs> there's new emotes in the chat, by the way, that uh, that it's Double O JMO. It's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> that's great. Um, but there it is. There it is. Um. So I would actually, uh, I would absolutely be okay with Solo turning on the Bloodline or turning on Roman, because at this point, the way the storyline is going, yes, they're still all a group, but the way, the way that they're acting right now, or the way that they got the storyline going, it, it's got us thinking that Roman doesn't really want anything to do with the twins anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? So... Exactly. And I love the... I absolutely love the fact that one, that's where they're going and I love how the twins are just pissed off about it. Because they can't get anything right. You know, they lost the rematch. They lost the rematch again. And now this past Friday they attacked uh, they attacked the the you know Sammy and Kevin when Roman was like I had something to fucking say and I love the way this storyline is going and I could see no pun intended um sure. I could <laughs> I could see shirt plug there yeah a little bit um. Solo, like, even 
costing Roman and Solo the tag titles, like, intentionally, and just, like, walking out on Roman or something, or, like, if, if, you know, if there's miscommunication or some shit, or Sammy Sammy and KO throw, like, shenanigans at him or whatever, which I could absolutely see happening as well, that, like something happens between Roman uh, Roman and Solo and like there's again there's miscommunication or Roman does something accidentally or whatever or even Solo does something accidentally and Solo is just and like just goes hog nuts on him and just you know decks him or something and just walks out I would absolutely be okay with that because Solo seriously and not not because not just because they're, like, essentially making him the modern-day Umaga. Umaga, yep. But Solo is a fucking star. And the fact that they're not really doing... Like, in my opinion, the fact that they're not really doing much with him now is even better. Because they're savoring what he can actually do. And they're hiding it. Well, and see here, and maybe this will be an unpopular opinion, but in my opinion, I think Solo is the biggest star in the bloodline, even over Roman. I think, I, yeah, I I could see and it. Yeah, it's also funny that you brought up um, the tag title match because I was gonna actually, uh, I was actually. I guess, ask slash comment on it, and you kind of, um, you pretty much said what I was thinking. Uh, I was going to say, do you think, um, do you guys think Solo and Roman are going to win the tag titles, or do you think exactly what you said, or do you think Solo is going to walk out, you know, on Roman, and they're obviously not going to win it, or like, you know, or solo attacks him or whatever, you know, some shit like that. Or do you think the twins are going to cost them the titles? JMO, you want to, uh, well, I'll go first, actually, because, you know, Double O um, is probably Because he, he probably already knows what the fuck to get. He probably yeah, already knows the outcome, so. so. Um, <laughs> I think... I'm going to steal one from Jamo, and I'm going to answer your question. Yes. <laughs> oh, you fucker. No, you um, bitch. <laughs> I, one, I hope and I pray that Solo and Roman do not win. I agree. I don't think, I don't want Roman having more belt, and I think... Sammy and KO need to hold on to those for a bit. I think, so, I think, so, one, I don't think they're going to win, because even if they do, I don't know where the hell they're going to go with it, because Roman is going to literally hold the entire roster hostage. Because... Well, he just signed a new contract with fewer dates, didn't he? So, if he wins the tag titles, like, what? Are you, like, 
how are they going to defend the fucking tag titles? Like, if they would win them, with how short his schedule already is. So, I with and with that aspect in mind, I don't think he's going to win. However, hopefully, um, how it's going down, I would love again to see that Solo just walks out on him or like some con- some sort of controversy. I don't think the twins are going to cost them the titles. Well, they could. Maybe. I don't know. But I I truthfully truthfully hope that Night of Champions and I've set and and I I feel like a broken record by this point. I hope Night of Champions is the literal beginning of the actual implosion of the bloodline. Agreed. Yeah, because I think one thing that could happen is what if the twins come out um, to do something or whatever, and Solo walks out with the walks out on Roman with the twins? Because I mean, they are his brothers. Dude, I would love that. Uh, seriously, I would love that. I would fucking love that. The other thing, the other thing I want to bring up, and and I apologize, JMO, that we're not even letting you talk. <laughs> um, he already knows the fucking outcome, though. So yeah, he can just fucking tell us exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> so, but I want to quote. I want to quote another podcaster. We all know him. Santi from the straight shoot he has called it on podcast apparently he's been calling it for months now and I don't know if I, I don't think he's a double O agent because you know he's Santi and he's Canadian <laughs> so that might be uh, I don't know anyway oh is, damn yeah. low blow well no I'm, I'm not no I'm not I'm not shitting on Canadians because no I'm no I know I know I'm just but, saying um, apparently he's been calling it for months, and the funny thing is, and I'm, I've been watching his TikToks and stuff like that, the funny thing is, the more and more he speaks about it, it's kind of going that way. He's been calling a bloodline civil war for months, and the way things are going now, it kind of looks like it could be. Like, literally, Roman and Solo versus the Twins. Right. You know? And, like, Paul... <laughs> who God only knows what the hell would happen to Paul. Um, but... I don't know. I But, to answer your question... No, I don't think Roman and Solo are winning this weekend. And, it, uh, again, so help me God... If they are, um, I don't know. It wouldn't make any sense. It literally wouldn't make any sense if they do. Because, like you said, he signed a new contract for fewer dates, so when the hell are they going to defend the titles? JMO, you still here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Paul, again, I apologize. You can, uh, you can 
you know, give us the actual outcome now. Yep, that's what I was going to say. You can tell us what exactly is going to happen. <laughs> okay. It, this is my and if it happens, it happens, and then y'all can, you know, we can keep on, and then maybe, hopefully, someday I can get paid. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, dude, we're going to push that as, as like, until the end of time. Currently, we're... you're currently freelancing. You're doing freelance work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's, um, uh, he's, uh, he's owed major back pay. Oh, now, for sure. So now, anyway. okay. Here, now, here's the thing, though. I don't even know if it's even possible for the Usos to show up in Saudi. I don't know if they've been cleared yet. Oh yeah, because the um the drinking and driving that that was have they, one have of the they reasons. Been, have they been cleared to travel internationally yet? Um, uh, I, I know, uh, I think so, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, but hang on, I know they went to Canada. I understand they went to Canada. But yeah, because that was that's that was one of the ones they weren't sure, and they ended up like last minute being able to go. But the laws in Canada are a lot different than what they are in Saudi. Oh, 100%. So, so yeah, I'm not really no. sure. So, here's here's my thinking behind it. If the Usos are not able to travel, I'm going to give you two different scenarios. Okay. Okay. Scenario. If, if the Usos are not able to travel, it's going to be Roman Solo or Solo and Heyman going out facing. Sammy and KO sometime during the match somebody is going to make solo match. I'm he's going to go scenario and... by the way I'm just saying huh? I'm loving this scenario by the way okay I'm just saying somebody somebody is going to make him absolutely snap He's going to go in the ring and just absolute, just start tearing things up. Sammy, KO, and certain scenario is Roman and Solo are going to get disqualified, which means they do not get the titles, and Roman is going to get in Solo's face and get mad at him for him not winning another title and then Solo's walking out because he does not want to hear it he does not want no part of it love it okay now that's one scenario mm-hmm. second scenario if the Usos are able to travel okay okay they're not going to come out with Roman and Solo to start they're going to be in the back Sometime during the match, of course. You just made the list! Whoa! Let's go. Go ahead. 
Paul just subscribed for two months. Hey, appreciate that, Paul. Um, but no, uh, it's gonna be Roman Solo and Heyman coming out having the match. Sometime during the match, the Usos are gonna come out. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, now hang on. Before I before I get into that. During the show, Roman is going to tell them, do not come out during our match. Hmm. We do not need your help. You've already lost twice. We do not need your help for us to win the title. Stay. Okay. Stay. He's going to tell them, stay in the back. Do not come out. Well, the Usos thinking that they deserve the tag titles. They're going to come out. They're going to distract Roman. He's going to try to take care of them, try to get them out or whatever. Everybody's going to be attacked. Riddle will come out. Okay, Okay, bring up Riddle. I love where this is going. (laughs) Riddle is going to come out to help Sammy and KO and try to get the Usos out of the way, try to get them gone or whatever. And while all of this is going on, Kevin and Sammy are still in the ring with Solo. They beat up on Solo while the referee is distracted with everything going on. There's going to be some kind of should be disqualification with KO and Sammy. Okay. KO's going to hit the stunner. Sammy's going to hit the Haluba kick. And Sammy might get the pin on Solo. And that's going to continue on with the with the riddle with riddle helping KO and Sammy against the bloodline. But regardless, Sammy and KO walk up. They're going to keep the titles. Okay. Correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I love this, both scenarios. I really this, do. But this is only, but these scenarios, you know, I, I gave you both. Mm-hmm. And and one or the other is going to depend on if the Usos are able to travel. The other thing is, and on that note, I love both scenarios, but as you were explaining them, the second that you said in uh, during the show Roman is going to say stay back here the second you were explaining that I was immediately thinking in my head well this is the scenario that's going to happen <laughs> everything that you said after that was not only logical was not only uh, 
double O J Mo, but right. literally, literally everything that you were saying is more than likely going to happen. Yeah, because and see the thing is too is I didn't even until he brought it up, I completely forgot about um the Usos with travel and everything because if I'm not mistaken, I think that's why it's solo and Roman versus KO and Sammy is because of the fact that the Usos can't go. I think that's why they you know what I mean, are doing Roman and Solo versus them because the twins can't go. That is a really good point. I didn't even think about that. I yeah, when when JMO brought that up, I was like, oh yeah, because it's not both of them. It's because which one? Um, probably Jimmy. Yeah, the because he got the DUI and all that shit and everything like that. That's the main reason why he's not allowed to go over there because it was the same with Canada, but Canada cleared it. But again, like JMO said. Laws over there are completely different than Canada. Uh-huh. So, that's I mean, I never even gave that a thought. That's you're welcome. The legit reason why it is solo and Roman. You're welcome. Yep. That's so. So yeah, scenario no one is uh, so uh, we can all conclude then scenario one is actually going to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the most logical thing, though. I mean, uh-huh. I know we. I like because. Well, that's one reason why we call fucking JMO the secret agent is because, like, you and I, we once in a while come up with, you know, logical um, ideas, but you and I, you know, are like, it's like one in a hundred for you and I to come up with a good scenario where, and we're, we're more wrong than we are right, where I think JMO is still undefeated. I don't think JMO has fucking lost one yet. And it all started, if Facts. I'm not mistaken, with Nia Jax when I fucking rage quit. <laughs> Facts. 100% facts. Yes. <laughs> I am so lucky for that, by the way. I don't think he wants to thank you. <laughs> um, all right. But, I mean, I mean, logically, those, you know, I, I know it might sound weird, and I know y'all are, were on this thing about me being the secret agent and whatever, but y'all got to think, I've been watching this for over 35 years. Well, I know. Eventually, oh, yeah, hands down, that's... You know, eventually you learn and you see storylines just, and I hate to say it, but storylines being recycled and, yeah. and scenarios being recycled. I mean, we saw, and we saw it with Cody and, and Roman. Yeah. With yeah. the whole, they, but that's a recycled storyline because, I mean, look, with Cena, when they did it with Cena and they just recycled it with Cody. Absolutely. Now. Now, so I was going to say, uh, I don't, I know Paul's in here and I don't know if he's going to be here for the entire podcast or not, 
um, because I know he's busy. I know he's got some stuff to do today. So I was just going to say um, next thing that we can touch on, we could touch on um, double or nothing. Um, you know what I mean? With him being in chat and everything, we could kind of touch on double or nothing uh, while he's able to probably, you know, talk and kind of give his opinion on stuff. Instead, he's driving, so he'll be lurking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I did not see that. Well, that. then, shit. <laughs> he's moving today. But, uh, but hold yeah. on. On that note, on the double or nothing note, um, do you, Skull, do you happen to have the match card up? For double I actually do, yes. That's hilarious that you said that, because I literally do have it pulled up, yes. So, just for the hell of it, because it's the podcast. Yes, I will give my predictions and I will be cool. I was going to say, are you going to say let's do predictions for it? Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, well, then I'll do, we'll just start at the top of the list because obviously they don't. I don't know what the match order is going to be, but, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, so, first up is the four pillars match for the world title. So, MJF, Sammy Guevara, um, Jungle Boy, and Darby Allin. Now, I'm going to just preface this right now. I don't follow AEW. I know of the characters. I or most of them. I say characters. Well, and you pretty, you know what's going on a lot of the times because you are streaming on Wednesdays when oh. AEW is going. And uh-huh. Paul and I are usually, you know, Paul and I are usually talking about AEW so much in chat where you're able to keep up that way. So Well, I'm able to keep up that way, but not even keep up because I'm uh, like you guys are talking about New Japan and AEW and I'm like all right well uh, meanwhile <laughs> time, time for me to just kind of clock out and just yep, not worry much. about it <laughs> um okay well so just a heads up if you guys hear um crackling in the background for me um Bailey's playing so she's the honor uh, she's honorary guest of the pod today <laughs> yeah so i mean i, I don't want to stop her from playing obviously so um i'll try my best to kind of make sure you guys don't have to hear it same with, same with but yeah that's um with that one i'll start out kind of with my predictions for that match and in all honesty um In all honesty, I think they're going to keep it on MJF. I really do. Um, I don't see him dropping it, you know, anytime soon. I think he's going to hold it for a little longer. But I also kind of have a feeling that he will drop it just because of the fact with it being, you know, a four-way match. He doesn't have to be pinned. So if they're wanting to put the title on somebody else... MJF doesn't have to be pinned, so you know what I mean? It still makes him look strong. It doesn't, you know, weaken, like, his character or the storyline for him or anything. Um, And if they were to put it on one of them, I genuinely don't know which one they would put it on. Um, Because Jungle Boy and Darby are both major fan favorites. Everyone loves both of them. Um... 
I don't think Jungle Boy, um, I genuinely, I'm not sure if he's had a title in AEW yet. Um, if he has, it's just been the tag titles, where Darby obviously had the TNT title. I'm pretty sure Sammy did as well. Um, but in my opinion, I don't want Sammy to have the title yet. I, I don't hate Sammy, but I'm also not a big fan of him. And I just don't think he needs the title yet where I think Jungle Boy or Darby Allen deserve it, you know, more than Sammy. Hey, so, Sammy Guevara is getting a huge push right now. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. And I think part of that's because um, of Jericho, because Jericho absolutely loves him. That's why Jericho put him in... Um, inner circle and then brought him back when they did the Jericho Appreciation Society um, and he brought you know Sammy back after they kind of had that little bit of a feud because he's taking Sammy under his wing you know what I mean um, because he says that he sees a lot of potential in him and thinks he will be big one day and I can agree with that but I just don't think um, now is the time to put the title on him I just don't all right, so who's, your, uh, who's your pick, Skull? Um, and yeah, uh, Jack Perry, he's only had one title, and it's been the tag titles in AEW, so I don't... So, in all honesty, um, I think they're going to keep it on MJF. I really do. Uh, just because of just the storyline that he's got and this heel thing that he's got going on, I think they're going to keep the title on him. Um especially too with collision coming up and they're gonna have the champions floating between both shows because uh, I don't think they're gonna make you know titles for each show like what WWE does with the brand split um, so I feel like they're gonna keep um, I feel like they're gonna keep the title on MJF um, to kind of help collision, you know what I mean, get started. Um, and then if he drops it, I feel like he'll drop the title um, at Wembley for that because he's not going to drop it at Forbidden Door. So if he does lose the title, I think he'll end up losing it um, in at Wembley, not at Double or Nothing. So you going to MJF? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it on him. JMO? Um, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go MJF for just a different reason. And, you know, another scenario. Uh, I have a feeling that MJF is going to be on the outside of the ring. At this for this particular one, okay. he's gonna be on the outside of the ring. There, the other three guys are gonna be trading moves, and then all of a sudden, finishers. And then somebody's gonna MJF comes in and steals it. Somebody's gonna get two finishers. MJF is going to throw one throw. The guy that hit the second finisher, he's going to get the pin. Right. See, uh, the, the only thing that I don't 
think I the only reason I don't fully think that's the way is because just on I think it was Dynamite um, backstage Sammy Darby and Jungle Boy were talking and they said that um, they don't need to be fighting each other right that away that somebody needs to take the title off of that SOB yeah brother yeah so i i mean i i see where you're coming from too because i think they're just gonna start beating the shit out of him and then do the whole traditional you know sammy's gonna be stomping him and then darby's gonna pull him back and be like well i can do it better you know what i mean i think that's how they're gonna start that but also i have a feeling that darby is gonna hit the coffin drop probably on uh jungle boy and then that's when mjf is going to come in throw darby out and get the pin well you got to figure in sammy though too where to if he does he's, that where's sammy going to be he's already knocked out with uh jungle boy's finisher okay okay jungle boy hits him with a finisher he rolls out of the ring Darby Allen gets Jungle Boy down, hits him with the coffin drop. MJF comes in, throws Darby out, gets the pin on Jungle Boy. Okay. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, I would not mind it if it ended that way. But the reason I'm going that way is because of where Double or Nothing is at. Vegas. Or is it double or nothing? Yes. Where do you? Uh, yeah, Vegas. double or nothing's in Vegas. And it's always in Vegas, though, isn't it? I know, yeah, I believe who, so. But who has the biggest win record in Vegas? The house. I no. Know, I, I don't know where the hell you're going with this, JMO. <laughs> MJF. Oh. Yeah, I don't think MJF has lost in Vegas yet. So, he's won the ring twice. Correct. That's where I was going with that. Okay. So, I honestly believe that they are going to keep the title on him in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Well, and really quick before crazy, before you go, um, the another reason, and I just thought of this, um, well, remembered it. Um, another reason I think they'll keep it on MJF is if this is a big if, um, the the rumors were when Punk if Punk did come back because we don't know now if he's going to because of the whole a steel shit. Um, he was going to start out in collision. Um, his first opponent and first storyline it was is supposed to be with Samoa Joe. Um, and then after him and Samoa Joe finished their storyline, he's supposed to go MJF is supposed to come over to collision, um, have a storyline with Punk for the title. Uh, whether they whether they would end up putting the title on Punk, I don't know, and God, I fucking hope not. But um, that's another reason why I think they'll keep it on him. But we also don't know at this point what's going on with Punk. So, 
I'm not picking MJF. So, Mr. Um, not watch AEW, who do you think's going to win? I'm going with Sammy. Okay. Because of, because of the fact that, one, he's getting a major push right now. That's, uh, like, he's seemingly all ever, and anybody can really talk about, and the fact that he's under Jericho's wing. I think Jericho is, if, and I know, I know Jericho has some sort of, like, stake in the company, and I, I think he's sort of part of creative or something like that, so, I'm uh, saying, I believe so, I know he's Tony Khan's right-hand man, so, I'm saying if, if my prediction is right of Sammy, uh, of Sammy winning it, it's because of Jericho. I think Jericho is probably behind the production of of, of this. Oh, uh, I thought you. I thought you meant Jericho is going to come out and help him. No, that's no. where I thought you were going with that. But no, no I see what you're I saying. Think, now. I, I think. I think. I think that like the coaching that that Jericho has been giving Sammy probably behind um, probably behind the scenes and the fact that you know. Jericho is really high on him. That's uh, inner circle and JAS, you know. So I think, I think if Sammy goes over, if Sammy's champion, um, he's it, it's gonna be because of Jericho's booking. If if Jericho is even part of booking. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm going to Sammy. Um, Darby, okay. and mainly, and the other reason why is because you guys bring up good points of MJF retaining, and I could see that, and I could see those two, but Darby or <laughs> Jungle Boy, unfortunately, I think Jungle Boy is not that I don't like him or anything like that, but like Jungle Boy, I don't even know how Jungle Boy, like, I don't know the entire backstory of this match, so I don't know how. Everybody got in, and I know, I know the sort it's of because they're the four, they're the four pillars of AEW. Um, so they just kind of, you know, built a storyline around that. Where after MJF won the title, Sammy was the first one to, you know, say that it's, you know, I deserve a shot, and then the other two just came in, you know, and said they deserved a shot and explained why they think they should get it. Okay. Um, just because them being the four pillars of AEW is what they call them, um, it's just pretty much that. In all honesty, that's uh, that's kind of what I thought. Jungle Boy isn't. I don't think Jungle Boy is believable as a champion. I don't think Jungle Boy is a single star. I'm sorry. And Darby. I could see, I could also see Darby going over in this match too, but I think, I think the story is there between MJF and, and Sammy. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, I'm going Sammy. Alright, what do we got next? Okay, um, next match is, um... And this this match is going to be, in my opinion, probably one of the best cards, uh, one of the best matches on the card, especially because of one of the 
people that's in it. Um, it is FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the AEW tag titles, and Mark Briscoe is a special guest referee. FTR all the way. I see. I I I agree because what they the reason they made Mark Briscoe the um, special guest referee, um, and. JMO, you probably already know why. Uh, I don't know crazy now, so I'll just kind of give a little bit of a backstory. I obviously won't go too much into it. Um, we know Mark Briscoe is extremely, extremely close with FTR um, because, like, you know, like Mark and Jay and FTR, they've always been extremely close. Um, and But Mark is also, as we know, extremely close to Jay Lethal. Um, I don't know about his relationship with Jeff Jarrett. Um, but the storyline is they were they have put FTR and Jay Lethal have put you know Briscoe in the middle of this, so they're making him the special guest referee and he's gonna have to choose, you know what I mean? FTR, which are you know his best friends, or Jay Lethal, which is his other best friend. So, but I do think they're gonna keep the titles. Up. I hope to God they do. Um, I just think they're going to keep this keep FTR with the titles just for the simple fact is um, they took that lengthy break you know what I mean to kind of heal up from some injuries they came back um, they put their careers on the line in AEW they won the titles they obviously you know signed a new contract for I think like five years or something if I'm not mistaken Um, so I think they're going to give them a lengthy title run this time and I think what they're going to do after this match with Jarrett and Lethal is I think they're going to immediately, in my opinion, toss FTR into a storyline with the Hardys. Um, And FTR is going to drop the titles to the Hardys. um, Possibly uh, at Wembley. I'm pretty sure Jeff would be able to go because obviously, you know, I don't know if he's got travel things because of, you know, all the fucked up shit. He's not fucked up shit, but with all the shit that he's got going on legally. Um, but if he is, I can see them putting FTR into a storyline with the Hardys after, you know, this and dropping the titles to the Hardys. So I think that's where they're going to go with it. And I think FTR will keep the titles just for that reason right there. Yeah. And it's all good, Garnage. So who do you think? Crazy. I'm I'm going FDR because I don't know I'm, I still don't know why the hell Jarrett is even in AEW. He's um they brought him in. I don't see the point of him wrestling. I don't like it. Um, because it's again it's another you know old guy coming in and taking a spot from one of the younger talent but the reason the main reason they brought Jeff in is because AEW wanted to start doing house shows and they are doing house shows now Um, and Jeff Jarrett is very good at house shows like that's one of the things that he's really really good at it's you know known he's known for that so that's why they brought him in is he's kind of you know running the house shows and you know getting them set up at the 
plays the venues and all that shit, which is why they brought him in. And then they just decided to fucking put him in and wrestle and have this faction that he's got with Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and then that big some bitch. I don't remember his name, but that big motherfucker. Platinum thing. Sure. So. And then Karen Jarrett showed up last week, which I just fucking hate. Yeah, I, I heard but. something about that. Yeah. I think she's going to end up getting involved. I think well, she will get involved in the match somehow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Oh, so we got FTR across board. All right. What else? Yep. Next match. And we actually talked about this match um, the other night and how it shouldn't even be fucking happening. Um, Wardlow with Arn Anderson versus Christian. Page with Luchasaurus and it's a ladder match for the AEW TNT title. Um, Wardlow's gonna win just hands down, period. And the thing with it too, um, and then JMO, you can go because and because and explain everything that you when we were talking about the other night. Um, on (laughs) Rampage, um, at one point on Rampage. Uh, if you guys didn't see it or didn't see the clip of it, Wardlow um, puts Christian um, in position to, you know, bring him up and powerbomb him, like his head's in between his legs and everything like that. And as he's getting ready to pick him up, Luchasaurus comes over, you know what I mean? And Dex Wardlow, Dex Wardlow you know, Christian scurries over to the corner, um, gets his, you know bearings back and as Wardlow's getting ready to go at Luchasaurus Christian low blows Wardlow and then he gets the fuck beat out of him so I think they're going to keep the title on Wardlow but like you brought up the other night JMO with Christian and its concussions and the risk of that uh, I and like I said I feel like Luchasaurus is going to get heavily involved in this match I really do um but I think they're definitely going to keep the title on Wardlow just because of Christian with the concussions and everything like that. And I don't think it's a smart idea to just put the title on him because every time he defends it, we're going to risk him getting, you know, knocked loopy again and just being completely fucked. So keeping it on Wardlow is the best option, in my opinion, as where I think it needs to go to. Yeah, I got Wardlow as well. Because Christian... Christian, at best, should be a manager. Yep. And that's pretty much where J-Mo comes in now when he makes his pick. um, And he can bring up what he brought up to us the other night when we were talking about it. (laughs) So, Mr. Secret Agent, go for it. Okay. I'm going Wardlow because, and as you said earlier, I honestly believe that with Tony Khan bringing Christian back, 
it's only a matter of time before Tony Khan put Christian in a situation that he is going to coldly ruin his career. He has had so many concussions over the years, which is why he was gone from wrestling, was not allowed to compete in the ring, was to protect his health. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan's Tony bringing him in, putting him in a ladder match of all matches. Yep. Primary, uh, probably the primary source of all his concussions. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, okay, as I said the other night, I'm not saying that Wardlow is dangerous in the ring. Okay. I'm not I'm not saying that before anybody watches this and it's immediate, oh well he just don't like Wardlow. That's not that that is not the case. I I enjoy watching Wardlow. Only against guys that are younger, better health, better state and able to take the damage that he's able to put out. Right. And like you said the other night, too, um, that Wardlow isn't, um, like, bad in the ring or anything like that. It's just he's so fucking powerful. He's just so big, so strong, and so powerful that with, with how weak Christian is, I mean, just point like period, Christian's weak with concussions and everything like that. That if what? he fucking slams Christian like he does anybody else, Christian's gonna get a concussion. Well, the thing about it is, Wardlow is stiff in the ring because he's Wardlow is so big, he honestly don't know his own strength. Yep, and he's, <laughs> he's stiff and he he's young and he's got to learn. Yep. Can I I intervene in this? Can I intervene in this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You say Warlow is stiff, and I'm not disagreeing, and I'm not agreeing with you, right? With... With how much... And concussions aside, whatever. With how much injuries blood, concussions, the whole nine is involved with AEW period, who isn't stiff in AEW? Yeah, because they're, dude, fucking AEW is concussion city. Like, it really is. Every time you turn around, someone's got a concussion, it feels like. So, I mean, yeah, again, agreeing with Orlo being stiff, who, uh, other than, like, the veterans that are in the bit of the business, maybe Jeff Jarrett, Sting, Jericho, um, I would 
I would almost say Moxley, but Moxley just, you know, loves tasting his own blood. You know what I mean? Like, I was gonna say, you, 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 you breathe on Moxley and he's fucking bleeding. Yeah, so who isn't stiff in AEW? Like, I feel like, and, and that's the other reason. I love, uh, don't get me wrong, I love the Attitude Era. I love the uh, the Ruthless Aggression Era. But there's a reason why those eras aren't around anymore. And AEW, and I think that's the, that's probably one of the other reasons why I can't get behind AEW is because they're, they're literally injury prone. And that's, they want to bring the more edgier product. And yeah, that's okay. But not every single week. And I, I, I remember when AEW launched and um, there was... I don't even remember the show. I, I know it was Dynamite, obviously, because it's their their bread and butter or whatever. But there was a match of... I don't remember what the hell... and I don't even remember what the card was, but there was, like... There was apparently so much blood. I think it might have been when... I think it might have been around the time when Sean Spears cracked Cody with the chair that there was so much blood and I remember like almost vividly that Tony Khan almost was like taken aback from it and they're like oh shit and then like he immediately released like the following day cause fans were just fucking livid of like oh dude there sh uh, shouldn't have been that much blood or whatever Maybe it was their favorite, uh, first pay-per-view, I don't know. But I'm almost positive it was on a weekly show when Tony Khan immediately came back was just like, yeah, uh, we're going to cut back on the blood on weekly shows. We're not going to necessarily promise that it's not going to happen, but we're going to try to cut back on it. And, like, the more edgier product is going to be kind of more or less saved for, like, the pay-per-views. And then, yep. in my opinion, I <laughs> I don't know if they've cutting back on it. Crazy. No, I don't know. Crazy. The the match that you're talking about mm -hmm. for reference is the Cody and Dustin match. Okay. Yep. Okay. But I thought it was on a weekly show that there was so much blood. Because uh, cause the, the Dustin and Cody match was their all out, wasn't it? Or whatever. I, I, but yeah, but the match that you're talking about is that one because people were complaining because there was no reason for it. Right. Yeah. And everybody went absolutely insane mm -hmm. because of the way yeah, they lost their shit. Been. So I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's what it was. Anyway, I mean, I'm guessing we probably got like ten more matches of this card because you know. But but in, but anyway, back to back to what I was saying, and then we can continue. Yeah. But um, 
with the way that with the way that Christian's been and the reason he left wrestling mm-hmm. and in and being in ring was because of concussions and and being really prone to getting him again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but and but still going back to what you were saying, that Luchasaurus is gonna be heavily involved in this match. My my issue with that is if you were going to have a ladder match and have somebody be heavily involved other than the main person in the match have that person be in the match exactly yep do not just have them out there just to beat up on one of the guys that's supposed to be in the match hold on yep hold on hold on question yeah what if and I don't even know if this is possible because again I don't follow AW but what if just what if Luchasaurus just says fuck you and wins the title himself he can't do that because he's not a legal competitor in the match yeah but that hasn't stopped somehow I have a feeling that hasn't stopped AEW but another WWE can do it and you know (laughs) another thing that I really do not like is the fact that they are getting Arn Anderson involved in this too Yep. He is another one that has had major health problems, major major physical problems. He does not need to be involved in anything to do with this match. He's going to wind up just like Christian, either completely knocked out of the business or he's going to wind up paralyzed. They have, yep. Congress have told Arn Anderson if he takes one more bump wrong, he will be paralyzed forever. And what is, what is Tony Khan going to do if that happens? Fine. Be completely. I, I, I know the answer to this question. I know the answer to this question. If that happens. Tony Khan will just literally be like, oh, okay, what other legends can I bring in? Yeah, yeah, but but here here's my thing. If that okay, I understand that when they come in, they have to sign a contract. Okay, I get I get that. But if they but this thing, I'm I'm, I'm going to use Arn Anderson for an example on this because we're talking about it. If he goes out there and he takes the wrong bump and he lays in that ring and gets paralyzed. Dude, Tony Khan will be absolutely screwed whenever the family sues Tony Khan. But, yeah, I agree. But whose fault is it is it is it really Tony Khan's because 
I'm not defending Tony Khan, but is it really Tony's con and uh, Tony Khan's fault, or is it Arn's because he's the one that signed the contract? It would be Tony's fault for putting him in that situation. And yeah, but Arn, hang on, hang on, hang on. It would be Tony's fault for putting him in that situation and telling him if you don't do this, then you can go home and you don't get paid. But if memory serves me correctly, I know we were just kind of talking about creative, but doesn't AEW virtually not have a creative team? The, and no. the matches are produced by the competitors? Yeah, pretty much way up to a point, yeah. So, to that point, to that point, I'm sure Arn Anderson... Christian, Wardlow, and Luchasaurus have all gotten together and say this is how this match is going to go. So, in a, what, I, uh, what I'm trying to say is if Arn Anderson takes a bump or a wrong bump or Christian takes a bump, technically isn't it their own fault because they're the ones that are producing this match and not taking the right precautions but here here is where it here's where things change up a little bit christian can protect himself when he you know when he falls okay Arn anderson's back and neck he can't really protect himself that well. He's at a lot higher risk of getting injured than Christian. I realize that. I, I I realize that, and I I understand that. But what I'm saying is, if Arn takes a bump, yes, it's on him. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it it is on him. But it's more on Tony for putting him in that situation. Yeah, but at the same at the same time though, Arn is a grown ass adult. He could literally look at Tony and say, "I'm not fucking doing this," and then he won't get paid. Oh, I guarantee like, he, he still needs get paid. the fucking money. He's Arn right? fucking yeah. Anderson. Repeat, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. If he didn't need the money, he wouldn't be in AEW. But anyway. Anyway, let's, say, let's go next match. And I, this match, I'll just say what the match is. But in my opinion, we're just gonna skip it immediately. There's really no point in predictions for this um, because it is the 21-man blackjack battle royal for the international title. The only competitors we know right now are Orange Cassidy, um, who is the champion. Aaron Solo, Powerhouse Hobbs, and QT Marshall. And we don't know the other 17. So I don't feel like we should cover that. There's really no point, you know what I mean? Because we don't know the other 17 people, so there's really no point in even trying to cover this one, in my opinion. Okay, I know who's going to win. It's Nia fucking Jax, isn't it? <laughs> God, no. Please, no. 
No, no, no. I, I, I can tell you who's going to win the match. I know who's going to win it. Oh, God. Here we go. You want me to tell you? Well, now that you said it, you might as well. Okay. The winner... The, the, the winner of this match is going to be the last guy standing in the ring. I was getting ready to fucking say that. Get out of my head, you fucker. I knew that's what I'm pretty sure. And that's sure the I show, everybody. Sure. Have a good night. I was pretty sure that's where you were going with that. And I was like, this motherfucker better not. And then you did. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be the last guy in the ring. Okay, well, get, go. All right, yeah, I was going to say, next match, um, we have Jamie Hayter, who is champion versus Tony Storm. And, and all honestly, I think they're going to keep it on Hater. Um, but I do honestly think um, we already know um, Soraya, Paige, whatever you want to call her. Um, because obviously, you know, some, some people don't know her as Soraya. So, but and yeah, and Ruby, they're definitely going to get involved. But There's also, gonna... Britt Baker is 100% going to get involved, and so is um, Sheeta, because they're on Jamie Hayter's side. So it's going to get, like, one or two things going to happen. Either Jamie's going to keep the, like, Jamie's going to keep the belt regardless. She's either going to win by pin, or there's going to be a disqualification. And I see it leaning more towards DQ. I'm going, I'm going Tony Storm on this one, because of the way that they are pushing those three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I see what you're saying. I mean, I mean honestly, I think Jamie had the title for just a bit too long. Yeah. Well, and, and she did. It, didn't but, she win it from Tony, though? Right? I think so. Because when Thunder Rosa I mean, went out for her injury, they made Tony interim, and they when they found yes. out... Thunder yes. was going to be out even longer. They just took the interim shit completely off. Now, but here, here's another reason why I think that Tony's going to win. It gives Britt somebody to face other than Jamie. They're going to figure out a way to get the title back on Britt. Okay, yeah, and putting it on Tony, consider continuing this storyline with these six. Um, okay, I see where you're coming from. I see, I didn't even get, I honestly didn't give some of that a thought. So, I Thanks. honestly, with, with that thought, I am going to change now, um, like, you know, to Tony winning. Like, I will take, I'll take Tony now, now that you... Because I didn't give some of that a thought. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't think, I didn't know they were wanting to put the, because it, it makes sense to put the title back on Brit. so. I'm saying that they're wanting to, but you know as well as I do that she is. She's a massive much. draw. Oh, absolutely. And Especially after be, these last couple of shirts that she's been putting out, like she's a massive draw, so it would make sense to put them on, put it back on and, her. And what that's going to do is that's going to is that's going to make it even better for all out or all in when they go to London. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, crazy. Who do you who do you got? Tony is I know Tony, and I don't know who <laughs> the other bitch is. Um, Jamie <laughs> Hater. She is. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, she is a British wrestler, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah and um, yeah, and she. I don't. I don't know how long she's been wrestling. I don't think it's been very long, but I could be wrong. Um, and I don't know where she was at before AEW. I don't know if she was in because she. I know she wasn't in Impact, and I don't think she was in WWE either. Um, but she. I and mean, she's not bad. She's a bright wrestler, but. No, I'm just going to. Hang on, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, crazy stick. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. So yes, that's what I'm going with. Okay. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, guys, we're giving our predictions. The the chat has been silent. Um, I feel like you thinking? By the way, Paul, who are you thinking? Jamie Hayter or Tony Storm? Well, um, any of them, I guess. Well, while we're waiting on him to respond, um, we can jump to next match. And with Paul being in chat, um, Paul, you and I called it. Like, literally, you and I called it. We just didn't get the match right. Um, We're getting Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite in anarchy in the arena match and paul and i when this you know storyline first started um and you know bcc jumped the bucks kenny didn't go with him to the hospital hangman did blah 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 whatever you know hangman shows up last week um paul and i when we talked about it we were hoping to god hangman wasn't rejoining the elite because we just didn't like the idea but we knew it was coming the only thing that we didn't get right is we were we were hoping for um a blood and guts match or war games or whatever the hell you want to call it um and we're getting anarchy in the arena instead and i'm not a big fan um anarchy in the arena um remember I don't remember when it was. Um, I think it was when it was I, uh, Black, Black, Cool, Black, BCC versus JS, I believe. Was where I um, well, I it was the one where um, Eddie, Eddie Kingston was part of it because it was in the last Anarchy in the Arena match, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Eddie Kingston was a part of it because that's when Eddie Kingston was like bloody as fuck and he came he came out on the stage with a gas can um, to light whoever on fire I think that was the last Anarchy in the Arena match but um, pretty much all it is J-Mo is do you remember um, when AEW like first started up um, I don't remember who was originally supposed to be in it, but remember Stadium Stampede where they fought all over the Jaguars football stadium? No. Um, okay. Literally all Anarchy in the Arena matches is it's literally just they're going to fight throughout the entire arena. Um, 
whatever arena they're at in Vegas. I don't remember where it's at. They'll, they'll just fight all around. Is it Falls Town anywhere? Um, no, pretty much, like, or I don't think it is because any any anarchy in the arena match that I've seen, they start out, you know, backstage beating the fuck out of each other, and everyone that I've seen that's ended, they, you know, slowly make their way, you know, into where the ring's at and start beating the shit out of each other, and then, you know, pin in the ring. Uh, oh, and two, if, I don't remember if you saw it. Remember when... I don't remember who was driving it. I think it might have been Hangman. But, um, the golf cart thing where they got on the golf cart and they chased down Sammy. Um, I remember that. And it turned into like a massive meme. Um, I think, I don't remember if that was Anarchy in the Arena or if that was a stadium stampede, but it was, uh, I think, Inner Circle versus, I don't remember who now. But yeah, it's just, they're going to fight all over the backstage area. And I know, um... Hang on, that might have been Inner Circle at Dark Order. Yeah, I I don't remember. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, um, okay, anyway. I think part of the Anarchy Arena match, I think part of it is pre-recorded. Um... Or I think one of them were, so I don't know if that's going to happen again. I hope not, but yeah. Uh, I honestly think... I honestly think the Elite's going to win, as much as I hate to say it, just because of how the storyline's been going uh, and everything like that. And then the fact that they brought Hangman back and ha or they're having Hangman join the Elite again, because obviously he is a member of the Elite. He just left for a bit. Um... I just feel like bringing him back into the elite and everything. That's why I think they're. That's another reason I think they're gonna win is just because why bring Hangman back into the elite and then just have them lose. Yep. yep. So. I'm going to. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's where that's gonna go. As, I th as much as I hate to fucking say it, I would rather have BCC win, and we already fucking know too. Um. John Moxley is gonna probably fucking lose like eight pints of fucking blood. He's gonna be one bloody some bitch by the time that match is over. We already know that's gonna come and happen. <laughs> if it's anarchy in the arena with Moxley, he's gonna get the hell beat out of him and is gonna be biting like a motherfucker. Well, and the fact isn't the the anarchy in the arena match is like BCC's match. I mean, yeah, but it's also the Elite, too, because the Elite has been in one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I and I don't think I, I think BCC might have been in one, um, but I don't remember. But, yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm, who I'm going with, yeah, is the Elite. Uh, J-Mo, who you got? I hate to say it, but I'm going to go against y'all on this one. And I don't say you hate to say it. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I do, but I believe that it's going to be the BCC because Don Callis is going to figure out some way to get involved. And Kenny. Dude, I fucking forgot Don Callis turned on Kenny. And, Ken, and Kenny and the Bucks are not going to want to eat him and do anything to him. So he's going to get involved somehow and then whoever... Oh, I, he... think Kenny's gonna, I think Kenny's going to knock him the fuck out. 
if he gets involved. Know. I don't know. But yeah, I I I believe this one is going to be the BCC because of Don Callis. So Maddie, I would also laugh um, if this whole thing with Don Callis isn't a um, isn't a ploy. Or, you know what I mean? Isn't like a um, setup. And when Don Callis gets involved. He's actually going to help the elite win, and then come to find out, the reason he attacked, you know, Kenny, was just to make B, you know, make BCC think, you know, that, yeah, I, I could see that happening. I could genuinely seeing it being a setup, um, but yeah, I completely forgot Callus turned on Kenny like already, um, and yeah, I have a feeling he will definitely get involved. Um, and I kind of feel like, yeah, he will. I think he will probably be the reason why whoever wins wins. I think he'll probably be one of the main reasons why. So, but I, that's just that's just what I'm going with. That's fine. <laughs> it's all. It, I mean, this is gonna end up being probably what a six-hour show anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Um I mean shit next we're already match. at hold on. We're already at one, two, three, six matches and we haven't even gone through the entire card yet. Yeah, we're at six matches, there's three left. Um okay. next one is Jake Hardgill uh versus um Valkyrie and it's for the TBS title. Um and I, I think, yeah, I think Valkyrie's gonna win. I think they're gonna. I think this is where Jade drops the title, and I think this is where Jade finally fucking loses. Um, if that happens, I'm going Taya. Yeah. Well, you and I. Um, I don't remember if Crazy was in the call that night, um, but I know you and I were talking about this match, and we both agreed that she's gonna finally lose this one because even though she won their first match. Everyone thought Jade was going to lose then, and she didn't, obviously. Um, and you and I, you because you brought up the point, um, and then we went into it more. You brought up the point of, you know, her dropping the belt. Um, I think we originally said, well, I didn't we originally say her possibly dropping it at Wembley just because of how you know big big it's going to be. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but regardless, I know we talked about her dropping it finally at one of the upcoming pay-per-views, and I don't remember if it was this one or... Um, well, it, it, it needs to be this one. I agree, yeah. Um, but long, yeah, I think, in all honesty, this is where Jade finally loses. How long is her streak right now? I don't have a fucking clue. I really Please? don't. Um, let me look. Yeah, I believe he's like... 52 and 0 or something? Um, she's on 500 plus days of holding the fucking title. Oh my god. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but how many matches total? Like 50 something? Um, let me see. I'll, I'm looking it up right now, Wall, and uh, so, Crazy, go ahead with your prediction um, while I'm getting her I agree with you guys. I, I like Ty Valkyrie. 
I like um because she was in. I know she was in. Yeah, she's she's fifty nine and zero. She's fifty nine and zero. There you go. Fifty nine and zero. Why do I feel like they could give her an even sixty? And then she loses it. And out of those fifty nine wins, thirty eight of them have been with the T uh, TBS title. So she's had 38 matches as the TBS champion, champion. So. So, why do I? And she's like had the title for like 500 plus. We're all uh, we're all picking Taya, but why do I feel like she, and they're gonna give her at least an even 60, and then she'll drop it. God, I hope not. Yeah, right here, January 5th of this year. Jade had finally reached the one-year mark as TBS champion. The following week, January 13th, she became the longest-reigning champion in AEW history at 373 days. So she's the longest-reigning champion, period, in AEW. Jesus Christ. But anyway. Yeah. Next match, um, Ethan Page and the Guns, um, Austin and Colton, Versus the Hardy Party, Matt, Jeff, and Isaiah. And in all honesty, I the Hardys are going to win. I mean, my and it's the stipulation in the match is if Hardy Party wins, Matt Hardy will Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract. And I did, I genuinely think that's what's going to happen. I think the Hardys are going to win. Um, and Matt's just gonna completely fuck over Ethan Page. I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna be a storyline for a bit, um, where Matt just, just fucking completely and utterly bullies Ethan Page for like a couple months. So, yeah, I, I just, I think the Hardys are gonna win, in that one for me. I'm going Hardys as well, just because Jeff just came back and kind of yep that too similar to the uh, the previous situations where it would be kind of weird to bring somebody back only to uh, knew him to lose and even if the if god forbid the hardy party loses <clears throat> probably gonna be the downfall of jeff i mean as much as i i i love the hardys absolutely love them but well, and we're under the impression that the Hardys are gonna win the tag titles at some point. I mean, that's what they were planning on doing before Jeff fucked around. Um, so I think the other reason why the Hardys, like, I think are gonna win is, like you said, why bring, like, why have Hardy come back and then immediately, you know, lose a match? And if they're gonna put the tag titles on them, and if it, if it's after you know this story, they go into a storyline after this pay per view with whoever the tag champs are. There's no point in them have. There's no point for them to lose this match. You're gonna want to you know build them up and hype them up and everything. So that's another reason why the Hardys are probably gonna win this. Jamo. I'm not gonna go the opposite way. Hey. Oh, I cannot wait to hear this reason. 
Well, you just said that they're going to try to figure out some way to get the titles on the Hardy Boys. What better way to set up the Hardy Boys going for the titles than for them to come in, lose to the villains, which have already been champions, come back in a little bit, beat them up, and then demand the title stuff. And then FTR, okay. and then FTR gives them the title stuff and all in. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to win. You know, okay, runs. and last match? Yep. Adam Cole versus Jericho in an unsanctioned match. Adam Cole. Yep, I'm going with Adam Cole too. Yeah, Jericho's definitely going to put him over. With how the storyline's been going and what they did to Britt and everything like that, Adam's going to win. And I guarantee, I guarantee fucking tea Britt gets involved in some way. And so, and Roderick Strong as well. They're both going to get involved. And it's an unsanctioned match, so anything goes. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I feel like Britt and Roddy are definitely going to get involved. And in all honesty, I don't know if he is cleared yet, but if he is, this would be the best time to bring Kyle O'Reilly back and, you know, get Undisputed Era in AEW. Um, if Kyle is able to, you know, if he's cleared. It would be great to see him, you know, come back during this match as well. Oh, Lord. Que uh, but, question. Um, I know Roddy's, uh, Roddy's now in there in AEW. Is his wife still in AEW, too? Marina Shafir? Um... Dude, good question. Uh, last I knew, okay, Maddie says yeah, because um, the last time I like I knew she was, she wasn't wrestling like on Dynamite or anything. She, all of her shit was on Dark and Dark Elevation. Um, but yeah, Maddie said that she's there because, and so did Paul. So yeah, she's still there. So if they're gonna bring the Undisputed Era and into AEW. Bring the wives in too. Make them part of because make uh, make Britt Baker, Marina Shafir, part of that undisputed. Okay. If memory because uh, if memory serves me correctly, hold on, hold on. If memory serves me correctly, all factions in AEW. Other than, I guess, the House of Black, don't have any women in it. All the men's factions don't have any women in it other than the House of Black, right? JAS does. Oh, yeah, no, JAS does. Yeah, they've got, um, they've got Sammy's wife and Anna J. So, again, undisputed, especially against Jericho. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes perfect off. sense. You could you could bring Undisputed Era back with the wives, 
and they could continue this storyline with JAF because of Anna J and um, whatever the fuck her name is. You're welcome. Um, I just and I just stole Jamal's job. <laughs> um, well, actually, he so yeah, work I for definitely AW, think so Adam's gonna right. win. Well, uh. Crazy, you gotta do just a, you gotta do quite a bit more than that to take my job. Well, <laughs> I don't, um, dude, I don't want your job, especially in AEW. But again, you don't work in AEW, work in WWE, the better company. So. <laughs> Whoa. I said okay, what I said. Okay, hang on. Technically, neither company is going to the other because both the wrestling company, let's just enjoy it. True. True. If we, True. If we if we say that one company is better than the other, and crazy, if anybody watches the podcast later, that's going to cause a huge uprising in the wrestling community. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't either. That's why. Uh, that's why I said. And uh, yeah, true. And you know. Oh, shut up now. We're, we're, um, hang on. We're wrestling fans. We enjoy both companies. We're going to enjoy wrestling. Right. Um, with this match, Adam's definitely going to win, like we said. Um, and like, I tried to see if Kyle's cleared or not. I don't know if he is, but it would be the perfect time to bring him back if he is cleared. And, um, I feel like because he's not he's not under contract with anyone, um, and, and I don't know because he just recently was on a podcast I believe, and he said that it would have to be the perfect storyline for him to come back. But um, bringing Bobby Fish back as well, um, I wouldn't mind you know to have him in, interfere. But is Bobby cleared yet? Bobby's um, been wrestling. The last he showed up in Impact after he left AEW. He showed up in Impact. I think he wrestled a couple matches, um, and then he just hasn't wrestled since then. And I know, I know he's come back for a couple of matches, but did he get hurt again or something? Um, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Not uh, the the only thing that I know is obviously Kyle um, had that. I think it was neck surgery, um, but I didn't think. I that I'm aware of, Bobby is not hurt. He but he might be. I mean so it would kinda I wouldn't I wouldn't mind, you know, if Kyle and Bobby showed up uh to help Adam. I wouldn't mind it. it will it happen? Who knows? No, but I but I do have a feeling that uh Jake Hager is gonna get involved. Oh yeah, dude. The, all of Jericho appreciation society. It's an unsanctioned match, so anything goes. Yeah. All of Jericho appreciation society is going to get involved. Um, Roddy's going to get involved, but I mean that's the only reason why I said like Kyle and Bobby coming back if they can is just they're outnumbered. You know what I mean? If it's just Adam and uh, Roddy, who's going to back them up when all of Jericho appreciation society comes in? Okay, Paul. Okay, I did not know that. Um, 
who who's been having issues with JAS lately? Um, I'm not sure. I do know other than, other than everybody in the company. I who was it? Um, and Paul might be able to tell us, or you might be able to, JMO. Um, but I guess that's the question. Cause there I'm was a there was a tag team match recently um, with Adam and Roderick, and I because it was like a six man match, a six man tag, I think, on Dynamite. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I thought there was a tag match um, with oh, Roderick, Adam, and somebody else. But wasn't that like Orange? Wasn't it like Orange Cassidy? Oh, yep, um, Bandito and Orange Cassidy. So Bandito could possibly come out and help. The best friends could possibly come out and help just because of their connection with Orange. So who, okay, who, who was the guy that come out? No, I don't really guess that would matter because that would be part of the BCC thing. Uh, well, going, going back to that match for just a second. Who was the one that come out and helped Kenny and the Bucks and got attacked and bloody? Oh God, um, the guy from New Japan. Uh, yeah. Paul would have to. There it is. Yep, there we go. Yeah, Takeshita. Yeah. Okay. That's right. He he might show up tonight also. But anyway, one more thing on Double or Nothing, um, one last thing on it, is people have been giving um, AEW shit and has been, because no, no. I mean, what else is new? People are shitting on the company like always. Um, last I knew, Double or Nothing had only sold um, like 5,000 tickets or some shit for Double or Nothing. Um, but it's also because nobody knew who was going to be on the card. Well, not just that, but uh, another main reason why the ticket sales are so low is because of how close Forbidden Door is to it. And unfortunately, Double or Nothing is getting overshadowed by Forbidden Door. Um, which, just, I mean, sucks because there's no point. Like we were, like we were talking. There's no point in the Forbidden Door pay per view anymore. Can I, can I make a comment on that right quick? Yeah. Okay. I no, was just going to say we were we were talking about that. You're not allowed. Yep. I'm just kidding. Go too, ahead. Bad, too bad. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there does not need to be a Forbidden Door pay per view in AEW anymore unless unless and I know it's not going to happen before you even say anything Skull. <laughs> no I no I, I already know where you're going with this and I know it's not going to happen yeah. either because we talked about it already I know but before you bring it up and go oh yeah what, okay but forbidden door pay-per-view does not need to happen in AEW anymore unless 
AEW and WWE figure out some way to work with each other. I know it's not going to happen. Facts. So, not just and and not just because it's WWE, but I guarantee you that Tony Khan is not going to work with Endeavor. If it was just oh, no. Triple, if it was just Triple H, absolutely there would be talks and they would probably be something worked out. But that's not going to happen, so that's off the table. Now, the reason to say that a, a forbidden door pay-per-view never needs to happen again is because everybody already knows that Tony Khan works with New Japan. He works with, uh, well, I mean, he already owns Ring of Honor, so that's not going to surprise anybody. And he also works with uh, Impact. So if somebody comes in to the forbidden door pay-per-view, it's not really a surprise because everybody knows who TK already works with. So that pay-per-view, it was won and done. It needs to go away. They never need to have another one. Hold on. Because exactly. It does not. Hang on. Because it technically does not matter and will not be considered a forbidden door anymore. Yep. Okay. Hold on. First of all, where is forbidden door? This year, I don't know. So. You, uh, you, I wholeheartedly agree with you guys, okay, that it doesn't need to happen, and Skull, you just said that Double or Nothing is kind of overshadowing Forbidden Door, right? Yeah, because Forbidden Door has, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think tickets went on sale already, and I think they sold more than Double or Nothing. And I think the main reason why the Forbidden Door pay-per-view is um, overshadowing Double or Nothing, even though it is a, even though it is obviously Forbidden Door two, and it doesn't need to happen, I think the main one of the main reasons why it sells more um, is because a lot of people that watch AEW, and I Paul will probably agree with me here. A lot of the fan base in AEW does also watch New Japan, um, so the fact that they're you know they would be bringing in New Japan wrestlers, uh, more people are going to want to see that. You know what I mean? Because it's you know technically new faces, new matches, shit like that. Where Double or Nothing is just you know the regular roster. So I think that's another reason why um, Forbidden <clears throat> Door is kind of overshadowing. Uh, double or nothing, and it, I again, it doesn't need to happen. Double or nothing is one of your um, day one pay per views. Um, Forbidden Door was a great idea last year. One hundred percent was a great idea, but like you said, JMO, um, one and done. And I mean, Paul Paul agrees with us, and it just it should have just been a one and done pay per view. Now, fuck it, move on, because like you said. 
they have a working relationship with Impact, or they did. I don't know if they're still doing it or not because I know the contract expired already, and I don't think they signed even, a new one. But well, that doesn't matter. If, but even if even if their contract is not up anymore, people still know that they are, have already done business with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I, that's uh, what I was saying. And then, like you said, they own he owns Ring of Honor. So the only way that Forbidden Door makes sense is, like you said, WWE. Now, I we actually talked about this, and I said, and Scar, you can back me up, but I guarantee you everybody else is going to back me up, too. Nope. Too bad. You're going to anyway. The biggest, and let me finish before you say yes or whatever, the biggest Forbidden Door that wrestling has had and no and nobody really expected it at the time was when WWE brought in Mickey James and allowed her to have the Impact Women's title at the Rumble. Yep. That that particular forbidden door and work and you know work relationship was it was bigger than anything that Tony Khan come up with. So I have to say that WWE what I will say this WWE won up AEW on that front with the Mickey James Hold on. Hold on. And I think before even before like when when that happened, if memory serves me correctly, that was even before AEW had a working relationship with Impact. No, no, I think they were it, already. Uh, no, I think it was. Uh, hold on, because I think it was because that was uh, that was almost WWE's ploy of kind of taking that out and under the rug from Tony Khan. No, no, they were no. Tony Khan and AEW was already working with Impact because the Good Brothers kept going back and forth so much. Okay. So pretty much AEW has always had Impact in its back pocket, I guess you could say. Yeah, and the thing is too, like you were saying about the Good Brothers, the Good Brothers, if I'm not mistaken, um, the Good Brothers are the reason for the um, working relationship with Impact. If I'm not mistaken, they were the main reason yes. why it happened. They were the talks for it. So, so, but yeah, the but what what I'm saying is the Forbidden Door with Mickey James was the biggest one that I can think of because everybody knows that Vance and the WWE. They normally, normally, do not like to work with other companies, and and also the fact that they allowed Carl to go to New Japan and, and drop the Yep. So that, and a lot of that has to do with. <clears throat> A lot of that had to do with Triple H. Both yep. both of these situations had a lot to do with Triple H. Not anymore. I heard. Hold on. Not anymore. 
Impact and AEW are not on good terms. Well, um, really quick, guys, uh, we were at the two-hour mark. Um, I unfortunately need to hop off here because um, I got some stuff I need to take care of. So, good. I mean, yeah. and obviously you guys can, you know, continue. Um, I got some stuff I got to do with the wife today too. So. And I'm all, and, and I'm lonely, so you know. <laughs> I don't have a wife. I don't have a girlfriend. And I'm just there alone. Nobody <laughs> wants to play with me. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, we could probably, I, if we want to wrap up here, because I know we try not to go over two hours if we can help it, so. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. A dog. So. Uh, yep, exactly. Exactly, Maddie. Just a dog. That's all I got. Hey, hey, I mean, that's all I got too, so. Mm -hmm. Hey, the, the dog loves you. Sometimes. I'm just, no, he does. <laughs> except what? except when I bring him on stream and he's just like, oh, what the fuck am I doing here? What? See, the thing, see, the thing about it is, yes, Skull's got a dog, but, you know, it, it, the thing about Skull and his dog is that. <clears throat> It's pretty much the only female he can get to lay in the bed with. Jesus God Christ. Damn it. Hey, God damn on it, Jamo. Seriously. On that note, I wrap her up for done. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I was and I was gonna go as far as like the only difference is, is Skull's dog tries to ban my viewers. So <laughs> I mean that's at least I mean, be uh, that's better than Jamo's comment, but uh, you know Jamo just cuts you off at the jugular, <laughs> right? So you know, I'm just saying, dude. Yeah, and, so am I. <laughs> so hey, so we're gonna end on that funny note and that joke for the day. Yes, yes, we are. So crazy, you do your outro. We're gonna mute and well, wait. One last thing. Um, and yeah. then we'll go. Are we planning on doing the podcast next weekend? Um, because of the pay per views, because obviously, uh, Night of Champions is Saturday, uh, Double or Nothing is Sunday, and I'm pretty sure I'm still getting it. But do we want to try and um, do it next Sunday or skip a week because of the pay per views? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm genuinely okay with either. We will we will talk about that off stream and we will let everybody know. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Well then we will possibly see you guys next week then. Yes sir. So um yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and mute guys and I will talk to you off stream. Well, well before you do that, everyone, I appreciate y'all joining. I appreciate y'all watching, listening ever how y'all do it and thank y'all again for continuing to support us while we are doing this yes also we are um we are looking for well i don't know if you two are i am um looking for guests to be on the show not that you know, we can't handle the, uh, ourselves, 
but we like having guests. Um, I know we got one person kind of lined up. We got to get in contact with him. Um, It's always great to get a different perspective than just three of us. Yeah, especially when we're all agreeing with each other. So... And that was a fucking race car behind me. That's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys, and I don't know if that picked up or not, but, um, so yeah, if you want to be a guest on the show, it is in a, in our discord, get in touch, either post it in discord or get in touch with either of us, uh, myself, uh, JMO or Skull or even Project Carnage or something in case for any reason we're not available or, or whatever if you want to be a guest on the show let's set, uh, set something up or if you if you know of anybody that would be on a get uh, want to be a guest or have a like a request of a guest or something to see if we can maybe get a hold of that person and see if they want to do it um let us know post it uh, post it in the discord um, so, yeah. With that being said, I am going to go like this. I'm going to mute in Discord. Um, with that being said, guys, let's go ahead and write out, again, like JMO said, Maddie, Slowpoke Dad, uh, Paul, everybody that ha- uh, hung around, thank you, thank you, thank you for, for hanging around with us on this glorious day. Oops. Shit, I think I refreshed the wrong thing again. You know, that's... That's that. Alright, let's go find somebody to read. Um...